Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I, I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. You have a good dip dip dip. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. JDS, welcome to the program, episode 2802. The deuce, we're there. 
We are at the double play, right? Uh, from third over to second over to first. That is a never not funny double play. Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, and on a, uh, on a beautiful, I, I'll call it now. I'm going to call it right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it right. Goddamn now. A beautiful Monday here in Los Angeles, California. Yesterday was uh, even more gorgeous, I want to say, on that Sunday. Oh, my God. Enjoy your time. Midwest and East Coast in Texas. We are living the dream here in Los Angeles. Cut to next week. There's an earthquake and we're fucking crying into our bed pillows <laughs> as opposed to our sofa pillows. You can use your sofa pillows. Yeah. I've never said bed pillows in my <laughs> life. Why did I turn into a 98 year old man? Like, uh, like you know, I'm going to get into my uh, what's the British term? Sleeping, sleeping lounge. No, sleeping. What do they call They don't say pajamas. What do they say? Oh, um, sleeping clothes. Nightgowns? Night? No, it's not. Night. Sleeping gown? Sleeping? Damn it. They just said it a thousand times on Alan Partridge, and that's why it uh, is driving me nuts that I can't think of it. I've never, I don't know, but I I do appreciate bed pillows. I've never heard, uh, I don't think I've ever heard bed. I guess maybe someone says bed pillows. No, because nobody says it. Nobody's ever said bed pillows, right? You just say pillow. Right. Right, you might say uh, throw pillow, uh, something on the uh, on your sofa. That's a throw yeah. pillow. If but you're you in never... the pi- if you're in the pillow business, maybe you you have to say it that way sometimes. Just be like, oh, look, we're not. I know sometimes we talk about other pillows here, but I'm talking bed pillows right now. Well, I know one guy says I know we're t- sometimes talking about other pillows, but today I'm talking about my pillow. That's right. And that guy's a good. He's getting sued by Dominion, as all those assholes are that uh, claim for. I love it. Uh, even if they even if those they go nowhere, I love that they're being held accountable a little bit further. I, I feel like those suits have a lot of merit. I mean, you can't yep. just like completely baselessly defame a company over and over and over again for months and just be like, what? Like, no, right. you, you lied to the public about this place and you you tried to ruin their. I mean, it wasn't the your main intent was to overturn an election. But the other thing you did was uh, destroy a company or try to and uh, go fuck your pillow. Uh, now that I wasn't listening to that, dressing gown is the uh, word I was looking uh, for. Dressing gown, I, I will uh, say which I Jimmy, think is just a robe, right? That's a robe, a dressing gown. Is no, it? I don't know. Usually for us, makes me picture uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. That's what. Uh, me too. Me too. Imagine, could you imagine sleeping in that? Your t- thighs touching like that? I'm got no interest in that. <laughs> um, Jimmy. Yeah. So I tried to see if I could find the term. I don't know if this is a normal thing. Uh, somebody from Britain would obviously know if this is true, but. Uh, uh, this particular site that says the best of Britain uh, says pajamas are also called gym jams. Uh, gym the jimmy jams. jams, huh? Why wouldn't they be? Uh, that's what we call them here in the house sometimes. Don't forget to put your jimmy jams on. That's what we say. And then I do some rapping and some producing. Uh, more producing. <laughs> and then, so do you call the clothes you put on in the morning your Terry Lewis's? I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And then I put my shoes on my full force because... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, all, all the all people from the uh, '80s are uh, uh, what I refer my, to my clothing. All yeah. '80s uh, R&B super producers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, my hat is called a Cult Jam, <laughs> and um, so it's. Uh, I know they're not producers. Is, is Cult Jam a, were they a production team of some sort? I don't think so. I think just uh, a back. Were they a backup cult, band? Cult were they was probably what were the, they? I think they were the band. I think Cult Jam was the actual band. I assume. Lisa, Lisa, and Cult Jam featuring Full Force. Yeah. That's the. I don't know what any, I don't know why. All I know out. is Lisa Lisa sang. That's what I know. Trying to figure out how to incorporate LaFace in there somewhere, and I just I can't manage it. Mm. Think you're all right. <laughs> think the world's okay without you doing that. Think it's all going to work out. Think it's all. I just wanted to show out. that I knew at least one other R and B producer. I see. Congrats. I got you. Um, what about Quincy Jones. You yeah. Know, what about the Big Q, baby? You know him. 
Um, all right. Well, welcome in, everybody. Welcome into the program. We solved that. Dressing gowns, what we were, bed pillow is not a thing that people say. And uh, but that's what that's what we're going to learn here. Uh, our friend Deanna Smith from uh, uh, Canada, uh, Canada, uh, who's been on the program. I don't think it's Diana, right? It's, it's just Deanne. 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 Yeah. Um, she uh, tweeted a thing over the weekend about my brain is such much during the pandemic. Here's these. Garen, look that up. Look up her most recent tweet. Maybe it's not the most recent, but she tweeted out. And it made me think of uh, In Case the Hollywood Five. She has her own version of here's what I've been calling these things during the pandemic because my brain is mush. And it is an example of of maybe I'm not going crazy as much as uh, the pandemic is uh, affecting all of us. Certainly me and uh, lesbians from Canada. (laughs) So that uh, could be uh, the case. And I like Russian Triumph a lot and Gordon Lightfoot and... uh, I believe we have an upco- upcoming episode of uh, Five Fave uh, Canadian Acts on Jimmy's Records and Tapes, uh, I believe, will be coming mm-hmm. up uh, in the uh, coming weeks. So be on the lookout for that. Or don't. Your call. Whatever you want to do. Something tells uh, me Bare Naked Ladies didn't make it the cut. <laughs> they did not. And I wonder if I even mentioned them. I don't know if I mentioned them even. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, some bands that don't make the five... Uh, uh, do get mentioned from time to time yeah. uh, uh, on these episodes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you find it, Garen? Uh, yeah. Her most, <laughs> uh, she says, either I'm losing vocabulary or creating a new language at this point in the pandemic, but here are some things I temporarily forgot how to say and what I said instead. All right. You know what? Say what she said instead and see if these guys can guess what it is. <laughs> First one, long sleeves for legs. <laughs> pants. That sounds like pants. <laughs> or like rinsing thing. Rinsing, rinsing thing. thing. Mouthwash. What did you say, Matt? Mouthwash. <laughs> Faucet. Uh, uh, Matt, you're, Matt, you're a little quiet, by the way. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, turn yourself up a little bit. You're having trouble cutting through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Turn it up, Mr. DJ. Turn it up. Turn it up. I haven't touched my levels in months. Is that better? Uh, a hundred times better. Yes. hundred percent. Go no. ahead, Garen. I uh, apologize for doing some tech stuff in the middle of the D.N. Smith uh, rundown quiz. Their last one is the funniest one. Anxiety tax. Anxiety tax. Anxiety tax. Anxiety tax. The mail. <laughs> That's a good guess. Uh... Is it is it a medication of some kind that she takes? <laughs> Again, I think it's close. I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, all these could play into what it is. Is it just wine? <laughs> huh. Calling uh, your mother. Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a tax. So it's not something that cures anxiety as much as it. Huh. I was thinking of it more from the perspective of like, yeah, you you pay it to talking uh, through your relationship. I, gi- I give up. Uh, anxiety tax is insurance. Insurance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes way more sense that's than those. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there. That's that's fun. That's a little bit of fun. Um, all right. Let's, let's do a little housekeeping here before we uh, move on. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that came out to the Flappers virtual show on Friday. Had a nice uh, group of people there. 140 or so folks showed up. That's nice. I'm told that's a good showing, these virtual shows. Uh, so I'm thrilled to, that that many people show up. I, I'm curious to know uh, how many non-Never Not Funny fans pop in for those. I wonder if there's anybody that just 
you know, I love his stand-up. I can't stand his podcast. Uh, <laughs> who knows? You, you know, I, you know what? He doesn't talk about politics when he does stand-up. So uh, I like him there, and I don't need to listen to him and his uh, three other buddies tell me that I'm wrong for voting for a racist. So maybe they uh, they, they come by for the stand-up uh, more than the uh, the podcast. I'd be, I'd be curious to know if there's anybody hmm. that does that. Here's the wrong place to ask that because nobody that uh, <laughs> hears me say this uh, yeah. listens to this. You got to ask it on that show, if any, yeah. if ever, anywhere. You know what I'll do? Because what I do, Matt, is uh, Jose, who runs the show, The uh, uh, he's the tech guy. I have him pick the people I'm going to talk to so that I don't have to get involved with that. People raise their hand and then he chooses who it's going to be. Although I, on Friday, I did pick somebody because I was staring directly at this person's uh, square. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go with that, that young lady. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so what I could do is have uh, ask who here is not a listener of Never Not Funny, raise your hand and then have Jose scour the pages of people to see uh who that is so that'll be uh that'll be something to look forward to in the march show march the 19th so yeah that'll be fun guys so i even uh, stop wonder, by for that show i wonder if uh, flappers can add to their website um, this is a lot of behind the scenes work that they probably have no interest in doing but it would be cool if like when people buy their virtual ticket there's just one question on it, like do you listen to never not funny yes no and then Interesting. Uh, you could get the like find out from that from that uh, little mini poll. I wonder if even uh, if they, maybe they even already have something where it's like, how did you hear about us or how did right. you hear about oh. this? And yeah. I bet they do. Um, or is there a poll in the is, does does Zoom have that technology in their chat or something? I feel like there are polls in Zoom. I like this idea of just them raising their hand and then I get to talk to them. I think yeah. that uh, right. uh, uh, anecdotally will give us. But uh, uh, as usual, uh, Oliver did the uh, the announce at the top of the program, mm-hmm. and uh, he was. Uh, I will tell you this: uh, he told me in advance that uh, this was not his best uh, effort. He did not think that this was his best uh, intro joke that he's done uh, yet. Uh, I think uh, it, uh, it got great response. People seem to enjoy it very much. Um, and uh, but uh, he's already in the mind of a comedian where he's uh, second guessing <laughs> it before it's even said. And I can tell you i was not in front of my computer when he said it but i heard it like so i was walking down my hallway and i heard it and i blurt laughed ah when i heard it so you can tell him that it it got me from across the room so. uh now garrett i uh, can you please share with everybody what it was because I, I i don't i can't remember what it was nor can i get the wording right it, yeah I, you're i'm gonna mangle it too but he said now introducing someone whose life has no bearing on the release of the snyder cut or something or who doesn't snyder care cut at all no... about the snyder cut yes. yeah <laughs> and, and he's made that perfectly known or something like that like, yeah oh man i wish i knew it. i could say yeah it quote, shoot because it was funny it he, was funny yeah he, he nailed he, he, the attorney the, the here's a gentleman who has no interest in the snyder cut and he has made that fact perfectly very well known oh, abundantly clear splendidly clear or something like that yeah it was oh god it was funny yeah, it was, it was perfectly very, phrased too. Yes, it was. That I can't come up with it. <laughs> Sucks, but um, no, it was it was very funny. That's one area of of comic book movies where you and I are are perfectly aligned, Jimmy. I also could not care less about the Snyder Cut. I didn't care about the first version of that movie, and I certainly don't want to see this guy's take on it. <laughs> you you have to know this. I don't know what we're even talking. It's a about. Superman film, is it not? It's, ju- it's Justice, Justice League. League. It, it's okay. it's the Justice League movie that was did Joss Whedon direct it the the now the the new Pariah no, Zack Snyder directed it 
just Whedon finished it. Oh, right. That's what it was. And did stuff, because, I guess. Yeah, because Zack Snyder's son died in the middle of the production or something crazy. Yeah. Was it was his daughter? I, oh, maybe it was his maybe. daughter. I forget. Yeah. Some horrible thing happened and uh, he couldn't complete it. So they brought in Joss Whedon, which uh, I think in retrospect <laughs> seems like a very, a very bad move. Um, but uh, it was before the whole world acknowledged that he's a huge piece of shit, I guess. And um, so, yeah. So now they're releasing Zack Snyder went back and re-edited the movie. But what's the only thing I care about with this is is this one fact if this version of it is considered its own movie separate from justice league like it's got its own entry in in imdb for sure and it's probably going to be listed separately on hbo max or whatever so can we all agree that this is a new movie it's it's not just a recut of that movie it is a recut but it's being released with a different title right so it's technically a new movie right so that means that makes ben affleck of all people the man who has played Batman in more feature films than any other person, which is insane. Why? He's like, the guy, best. He's the best. The That's people, why. They, 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 people routinely call him the worst. I think. Who do you now? Who do you I like? I think he's good. Who you do, do you like better oh, okay. than him? I, I, I stand corrected then because I, I have no. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen uh, any of those movies other than when he pops up for five seconds in Wonder Woman. But uh, who do I like better? Um, I liked Christian Bale, although I think yeah. it's, he's, his performance is a little boring and, and gets outshined by almost everyone else in those movies. But those movies are my favorite Batman movies of, of the, uh, you know, of the live action ones. Obviously, Lego Batman is the best Batman movie. We can all agree. <laughs> um, but then, you know, Michael Keaton is a very odd, like unorthodox choice that I thought worked. Um, I think Michael Keaton's a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what you know matters what I mean? because once the f- cowl is on, it, it could be anybody. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, that's my same opinion of George Clooney. Like, he's a great Bruce Rain- Wayne yes. and a terrible right. Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. But Michael Keaton was able to pull it off but both aspects of that character, which was I'm great. Batman. Yeah. Clooney couldn't. I well, don't know if. I don't know if. Kilmer was that his could. fault or the, those movies are just bad? Or was well, he only no, in one? He was only in Batman true, and Robin, true. I guess. But. Yeah. yeah, that was when the writing and directing was just falling off a cliff. So, Well, yeah. his own words, uh, I'm George Clooney, the man who ruined the Batman dynasty, <laughs> so, uh, who took the franchise down. And so he's got a good sense yeah. of humor about it. And, who, and you can when you have 40 gazillion dollars. You can, And you're the most attractive man in the world and can get your hair cut with a Floby and nobody can tell the difference. <laughs> nobody can tell. Nobody cares. He looks beautiful. I, again, I, I, my back was to him backstage at the U2 concert. And it still was the most beautiful view I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I just knew he was behind me. And it was like, Jesus Christ, there's something happening behind me. And, and not what I wanted to have happen, to be honest with you. I wanted him to come up and do me a, a creepy little, how you doing, friend? Like a little, little yeah. and then I turn around and he goes, oh, uh, you're not who I thought you were. And I go, oh, that's all right, George, keep going. Get in, get in there. I've got some, uh, some sh- shoulder issues I can have control for from time to time. Go on in there and uh, let's loosen that knot up. That a boy. Speaking of shoulder issues, I had a moment last night where I was like, oh, no, am I going to become Jimmy Pardo with, with, with this? I do I do a thing that's admittedly a very stupid thing, but maybe you guys can relate to this on some level. When I'm putting the recycling, like filling the bin for to, to bring it out to the curb, 
uh, sometimes I need a little more room. So I climb up on a chair and <laughs> stand, get into the recycling thing and just stomp down the, the cardboard so that to make more room for, for the, for, for more recycling. So I do this all the time and never, never been a problem. Last night I was like, I don't want to go all the way over there and get that chair and bring it here. I'm just going to use this box from HelloFresh. I'll just stand on the HelloFresh box and climb in, which I did. I climbed in, stomp, stomp, stomp. And then I'm getting out. <laughs> Elise had the best. She was like, this is why we need one of those security cameras in the back of the house so that we would have footage of this. I, I honestly would pay anything that I own. I would I would pay all the money I have to see a video of what happened next. So I'm I'm done stomping and I start climbing out and I I have one foot still in the trash bin and one foot coming out of it and I put one foot on that HelloFresh box and it immediately collapses. <laughs> like, I thought I had folded it up in, in the way that would make it a, a solid block, a, like a, a, a cube that I could rely on. But, but you used it, to, you already used it to step on it to get into the bin. And it was fine. It held, right. it held my weight and it worked perfectly. So why would I Why would I think that the logical thing would happen to a cardboard box that, that anyone, <laughs> any normal person would be like, yes, if a 150 pound man stands on this box, it's going to collapse. So I put my weight on it and it was just a clump and so in slow motion that happened and then i you know got the the crotch straddle of the edge of, of oh, the recycling bin that hits there then the recycling bin starts <laughs> tipping over and i just slow-mo just go no and just land on my i tried to brace my fall with oh, my no with my hand forearm shoulder and I somehow like dispersed the impact three ways so like when it when it was all said and done i was um, like well, my thumb my elbow and my shoulder all hurt for some reason like i mean i know why but it was like so weird that i was somehow like the thumb why why was the thumb involved i don't even oh. i can't picture why that got because usually that's up your ass right you shouldn't, uh, <laughs> well, you shouldn't be there to that's the other reason all. this was dangerous like, you should not be yeah. shoving your thumb up your ass while trying to do uh recycling is this now matt is this one of these uh, when we talk about it i know there's more to the story but just so the, for the picture yeah is is it one of those then this is the one you wheel out to the, yes. the street so it's like a maybe three feet tall that sort of thing right it, I, I would say it's uh it comes up to he, here probably right here so yeah it's three and a half i don't know standard wow. uh yeah standard uh, uh blue bin yes it's the the blue uh two-wheeled bin that the hinge top yep hinge top uh the kind that the truck grabs it and pulls it up and I have to stop and watch it every time it does it because I think it's magic and it's like robots are actually living among us. It's the thing that I dreamed of as a kid. There's a there's a robot on wheels that comes down the street and has an arm that picks up trash cans and shakes the trash into its shakes back. It. It's so cool. I tell Oliver there was a time that two men would jump off the back of the truck and do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And it's crazy to think that, like, that that's the one robot that's ta that has truly taken over in yeah, our society. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 a to me it's a, it's amazing. Like I, <laughs> I can't believe it it works and it and they figured it out and it works perfectly. Although Follow up, Matt. Yeah. How much cardboard are you guys getting on a weekly basis that you have well, to get in there and stomp it grape uh, style? Elisa's cleaning the garage out, and so there was more than normal. Um, There's stuff that she was clearing out that we mm -hmm. didn't need. So. Um, yeah, but you know, because we get so much stuff delivered in the pandemic there, we are routinely having this problem because we get the HelloFresh box every week and then, you know, 
depending on what we're ordering that we would normally buy in a store, it usually shows up in a box. And so there's another cardboard right. box. Um, it, it, it adds up for whatever reason. And, and oh, I, 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 I don't disagree. It certainly does. But yeah, so <laughs> so I had that awful moment of like slow motion going, this is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then it did, but it, it didn't hurt as much as as my pride hurt in as I lay on the concrete with trash strewn all over me because of course as soon as it tipped over everything that i had just packed down just went flying all over the place all over uh the ground and so i had to like very uh shamefully clean all that up put it all back in and and then pack it down again so i climbed right back up on that box you know get back on that horse they always say you gotta get right back into that bin it did solve one thing is that i i did have to break that box down to put it in last and it was already done because i had already, already done for you i already crushed it with my own weight so uh one less thing to do after i had uh, clean, cleaned up the mess but now matt imagine that that shame and pride is in front of a full movie theater <laughs> and instead of trash it's popcorn laying on top of you <laughs> and your keys underneath a chair that you have to look for in the dark oh uh, i hadn't thought about the fact you. that you had popcorn I, I guess i thought maybe you were done with your popcorn no no remember the, the whole point is the, the movie was so tense i barely touched my popcorn or my drink so yeah. that Full soda and ice and full popcorn all over the place. Yeah. 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 And again, people watching me. Um, yeah, so that's, I, that's I, I understand your shame. I understand your lack of pride. But at the same time, it was it was undeniably funny. Like even I could even step out of myself in the moment and go like that must have been if anyone had seen that, that would have been so funny. So I went in, inside and told Elise and she, I was like, it kind of hurts, but not that much. It's just kind of like whatever. And she's like, oh, man, I hope you don't wake up with like a horrible pain. And I woke up and I was like, ah, I think I'm OK. You know what? I surprisingly feels fine. But now that I'm sitting here, I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel like my, it up. my neck. I feel a little something in my neck. And I definitely feel my shoulder in a way that I didn't when I first woke up. I like didn't really feel anything except in the hand. So... Do you have any bruising, Matt? I'd like to see the bruising if you have any. I don't think there's, I can't imagine there's any bruising. I, I don't know where it would be. Like, because like I said, I mean, I hit like here and then here and then here. I don't Jesus. think there's any, I don't see Let me any. Take a look. Hang on, hang on. Hold, no, that, hold that out. I like to get my glasses. There's, there's nothing there. There's nothing to see there. I see no bruising. Except a gorgeous gun in your face. <laughs> unless, unless you landed on a rake. There seems to be uh, uh, oh. those four little dots perfectly. Uh, well, those are just freckles. There's moles. I, see. I have moles. Are you, are you are you think you're being held up, Elliot? Is that the premise? There was a gun in my face. <laughs> your Buster Keaton-like uh, antics. Um, well, I hope you're all right, Matt. I yeah. sit down later if you need to. I sit down. I, I I was like, as I went to sleep, I was like, should I take a Tylenol? But I was like, if I'm not hurting, why would I take it now? I'm just going to be asleep. It doesn't matter. But maybe, I don't know. Does that help elite, like loosen things up so that doesn't you don't have well the Tylenol term. might not but a um, an Advil would have because that yeah, would be ibuprofen. A, Advil okay yeah I never know uh, what's what I, I always just roll the dice and go maybe a leave for this one uh, well a leave will always be a um, it'll always Instead calm things down yeah the Tylenol just blocks your pain okay you could also try some black tar heroin. Mm. That oh, that's always on the table. Karen. Can you talk that's to your roommates? Out. I know they have a line on cocaine and that's just one step. I can find out. <laughs> I have a question about that. Is is black tar heroin, is that is that a brand or is that just a way it's I processed? Tell you. Yeah. I could not tell you. I guess is, it it like, is it like Xerox? You're talking to these squares. How the hell are we supposed to know this? I don't yeah. know. It is weird how drugs have like, yeah, I remember that movie American Gangster with Denzel where... He was making meth. Was he making meth? I think. 
uh, or no, what was it? Anyway, he was just moving furs. Well, he got into the fur game, but <laughs> no, his whole um, empire was built on. I think it was. Well, see, the reason I think it's meth is because they called it like blue ice or something. Uh, there was well, that's like what a, they call it Breaking Bad, don't they call oh, it that? Maybe I'm thinking of Breaking Bad. But no, no, I think you're right though. I think they do call it Blue Ice in uh, in American Gangster. American and, Gangster. and like uh, the thing was, it was uh, it was like they're, they they had a brand name, even though it was just being sold by drug dealers on the street. They still branded it. They're like Cause, right because the whole story was that guy had been in Vietnam, and so he realized. Oh, maybe it was heroin because it was poppies. It was all about getting poppies. Uh, yeah, it was. It, uh, it, it was a potent heroin called Blue Magic. Blue Magic. Blue thank Blue you. Magic. Okay. Yeah. So he realized everybody in in the states, uh, like in New York, where he was, they were selling this really like bad heroin. It was had a lot of it was it was stepped on with a lot of other crap in it, and that weakened it. And he was like, I know a guy in Vietnam. Like I can just go straight to the poppy fields and buy the pure stuff and then have the best product on the market and still step on it, but not as much as everyone else is doing it. But, uh, but then I can dominate the market. And he, he was like, we got to market it. We got to give it its own name. So people know they're getting what they're getting like Coca-Cola and yeah, I called it blue magic. It's just crazy that like drug dealers have marketing departments basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, step on it. Step yeah, that's that's a, that's look that's street lingo. That, that just means they're cutting it with baking powder or uh, they use like Similac or something. They had like all these weird things that they would mix with it to reduce the potency and make make one gram of pure heroin go farther. They could sell you know they could make more money. Well, when you're doing H, yeah, you could feel it in your veins. I know that from uh, experience. <laughs> uh, so I, I know a little bit about what you're talking about. You sure. We talk black tar, blue magic. I get it. Um, so there's yeah, uh, white china. It's another one. Like we throw these terms around in the uh, opium. But what's band, ho- but horse I, is not a brand. That's just a nickname. That's just a nickname. That's just something we say. And you know, and that, and that originated because we were you know we we started shooting up on the basketball court. Oh, and right. uh, whoever got whoever won the game of horse would get the first. Yeah, yeah you get the first uh, strap off because you, you don't want to be last because everybody else is already laying down on the court. The first <laughs> strap off. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh, itchy, itchy, itchy. Hey, speaking of uh, Denzel, uh, we watched um, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he produced that. And uh, I, w- I would imagine that he probably was in the play version at one point because. Uh, yeah. The uh, the lead role of uh, uh, Levy Levy, uh, who's played by uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, it, it was very a very Denzel like performance, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I, I would imagine that Denzel may have played that on uh, Broadway, off Broadway, wherever that play air, uh, uh, went up. Yeah, uh, but it's it's fantastic. The performances oh, cool. are outstanding, and Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I know it's ridiculous to talk about awards and if they do or don't get awarded, you, you can still appreciate the great performance, but. He should be. He should receive an Oscar for his performance. That's how great he is in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I think honestly, I know this sounds awful, but him dying probably uh, makes that happen. If uh, more so than if he hadn't. Yeah, probably. Um, but it's great. If you have right, not cool. watched it yeah. yet, it is fa- it is fantastic. And then the other actors, so I don't really know, uh, were great. Everybody was great in it. Uh, Vi- Viola Davis was phenomenal. Mm. Uh, worth uh, worth watching. Cool. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, worth watching. Uh, we also went to a drive-in last night. We went uh, out to uh, 
Santa Monica Airport. We need a theme song for you going to these drive-ins. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I guess we do. Between we do. the concerts uh, and the movies, it's just uh, it's, it's too too frequent to pass up. So I'm going to uh, here. I'm going to quote a line from the movie. I'm going to do it uh, uh, playing games with Jimmy Pardo style. I'm going to uh, shrimp that movie. Okay. And I'm going to give you a line from the movie. You tell me what movie I saw. Here it comes. Uh, you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, I made their shrimp better. Oh, that's uh, say anything. I made their lives better. <laughs> one of the weirdest that one of the weirdest turns in a in a teen romance movie ever. Maybe is just I love it. I love that there's that line. secondary story going yeah. on that is uh, maybe even more interesting than the uh, than the actual story going I think on. Probably from from our vantage point as adults now, we would probably agree that's the more interesting story about a guy basically scamming elderly people. Uh, with a um, with a what was he he was running a, an old age home or something but he was running a nursing home yeah and then yeah. Uh, they would die and he would still somehow bill them and yeah. and get money from probably from the insurance or something I don't uh, they didn't go that deep into it because again it was the B, <laughs> no it's the B barely plot. barely mentioned that's why it's so jarring it's like comes out of nowhere the great John uh, Mahoney. Was, uh, and by the way, I, I never really enjoyed him on Frasier, uh, but I thought he in this he's I mean he's amazing in this he's great also in uh, Moonstruck. Hmm. Um, but uh, as it was over, Danielle uh, turned and said, uh, "You know what? I, I remember loving this movie, but it's it's even better than I remember it being. Oh wow! Um, it's really great. Cool. It's really really great. And uh, Oliver loved it. Nice. And uh, we had a nice time out there at the Santa Monica Airport, uh, watching a, a motion picture. Hmm. Beautiful night last night. Did anyone uh, any wiseacres in the audience hold boom boxes above their cars in that scene? That was not done. We're in a pandemic, sir. You stay in your car with your mask unless you're going to the restroom, and then you come immediately back. But if you have a, a sunroof, you just hold the boombox out of your out the. Sunroof. I would have loved it. I, 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 there was none of that, though. I will tell you that. Uh, and if there was, it was too dark to see. Yeah, it was not very well lit, which I guess is good because you're watching a movie. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was very dark. There's. Uh, I, I, my my recollection is that that movie wasn't like a super big hit, but th- the way that that scene has resonated through the yes. ages is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it is probably referenced more than uh, much more famous, much more successful movies of the 80s by now. Like, I feel like I see it. I don't know. Once a month somehow like it it's, comes up in so so many weird places. I think there's enamel pins of it, you know, of, yeah. of, <laughs> sure. of Lloyd holding it and. Yeah. Uh, certainly t-shirts and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm with you. Like it wasn't, you know, the, just that scene seems to be so iconic. And whenever they put, you know, those uh, compilations together of movies of the of the decade, you yeah. know, that's always part of it. Right. I think um, it's, it's. Yeah, you're right. I don't remember. Nobody was talking about that movie when it came out. No, I, I feel like it was like a modest hit at best. Like it. Was I don't it 89? When did that come out? Uh, I want to say like 88 I wanna, maybe. I, I want to say 92. Was it 88? 89 april 14th 1989 that's right turn to the turn to the decade at the end there get it in sneak it in there sneak it in get it in before people start talking about the 90s uh yeah that i feel like it's in in pop culture it's basically replaced the like the romeo romeo and juliet like window scene whenever you need a thing like Mm -hmm. that and something it used to be like you would do actually i was just watching an episode of three's company because goddamn tony thaxton had to go and tell us about this pluto tv thing which uh we don't maybe don't even have time to get into right now because our guest is waiting but uh right. 
there's a, just just know that there's an app called Pluto TV. It's free. You can watch music videos from any decade or just there's a whole channel. This 24 hours, three's company. It's just three three's company episodes back to back for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they have channels for Love Boat and 90210 and just all these other shows. So I was watching <laughs> three's company and there's a scene where Jack is like serenade. He's trying to like throw, you know, he's doing the throw the pebble at the window thing with this woman and that used to be a thing that was in everything, you know, like a right. guy goes to a window. Now, when that happens, it's the same scene, but with a boombox over someone's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like the default thing that everybody does now. That, again, happens. And, and by the way, that scene in the movie, 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's not even that long of a scene. And it, yeah. uh, it, uh, uh, it, it yeah, we got a guest. So, uh, all right, let's take a break. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'll say uh, business-wise is... Um, uh, going back to Jimmy's records and tapes, uh, Mario DiGiorgio has designed a brand new shirt for season two of uh, Jimmy's records and tapes. Those are available uh, on the link through our website uh, to go to uh, Lemon Ice Teas. And uh, so uh, check those out. So uh, uh, it's a snazzy new design that I'm uh, very happy with and grateful that Mario put it together. So uh, uh, go check that out if that's something that you'd like to do. I'm whistling. My, did you hear that? I was doing like that little southern whistle. <laughs> if, if that's something, now I can't do it because I want to do it. But if that's something you want to do, yeah, all right. Uh, all right, El Madrigal. Speaking of shrimp, El Madrigal is going to be joining us. Uh, uh, one second. That was the name of his uh, special, right? Shrimp and Be Hard or along, uh, something along those lines? I don't What's remember. Name of his special? What's the name of his special? I'll take your uh, word for it. it it's, oh, man, I was just looking at it. It's, you have the shrimp board, right? Yeah. What? Did, uh, it's such a great special. I'm mad that I can't think of it. Somebody think of shrimp and ain't easy. That was I was close. Shrimp and ain't easy. Ah, very good. Uh, so as I say, <laughs> speaking of shrimp, uh, uh, Al Madrigal's joining us. Uh, so we'll talk with Al after this. Of course, we got Oliver's uh, uh, stupid question of the week, and uh, we'll see how, uh, how everything else goes. All right, we'll be back right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who did somebody steal it, or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet <laughs> yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh capricious or uh silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. and they're, then They're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it i never was on board with yo gabba gabba <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Episode 2802 is the episode number, uh, 28th season, second episode. We are joined now by a gentleman who, uh, I mentioned this before we went to break, what my family watched his special uh, uh several months ago now and uh shrimpin ain't easy is the name of that special and i uh, uh danielle is working with al on another project and told him how much we laughed at it but i will now tell al personally how uh, we had to pause the special because oliver and i could not catch our breath <laughs> that's so nice um in fact uh, oliver was quoting it this morning and uh, oliver bleeps uh, himself but he went uh, I wouldn't bleep in her mouth if she was dying of thirst. <laughs> real quote, and, I, and and the real the actual quote is what? I'll, I'll let you. Can you give a little? Can you give the backstory of the the story and why you say this, this line? This really did happen on April Fools. I I think I was twenty five. Called my father and told him that I knew I could mess with him and it was so easy. But I I sort of did an April Fools prank on my dad until he got too old and. I was going to give him a heart attack because I called and I told him I was in prison, in the hospital. <laughs> um, uh, you need to bail me out. But I called and I said, I knew right away how to suck him in. I said, um, do we have a family jeweler? And he goes, yeah, we do. Why? And he knew exactly what I was getting at. So I was sucked in and 
uh, this little Irish girlfriend at the time that nobody liked. And my, you know, I could say my dad didn't like her. My mom didn't like her. I didn't really like her. Um, but um, I was dating her for a year and a half. So it was totally plausible that I would get engaged. And I said, I wanted to buy an engagement ring. And I was hoping you could help me buy that. And his response was, and this is word for word. <laughs> says um i got an idea why don't i help you buy a shotgun and you can put it in your fucking mouth and blow your face off that's what a father said to his son he thought he was going to propose to his girlfriend of, like it's legit two years like and then and then said and by the way i wouldn't piss in that little leprechaun's mouth if she was lying in the desert dying of thirst that's what a father said to his son when he thought he was going to propose to his girlfriend and then and i'm like what do you say to that Certainly not like <laughs> April Fools. Ah. <laughs> Just, no, that's what your son is quoting. Oh, uh, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't blink at that little leprechaun's mouth. Oh my god! Damn it! It's wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, then I, people wonder why I'm so aggro at times. <laughs> and it's because I was just raised <laughs> by the two most aggro people on the planet. Like, yeah, just hardcore Sicilian mom and then just little uh, spitfire uh, Latino dad who were just, they were just fired up at all times. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But you, you don't say, to me, you always seem very laid back. You always seem very Yeah, yeah, calm. but it, just, it, it, it comes out. It comes out. Just I like see. I talk about in the act. Like, right. But it is very true. I don't, it's you know, I'm not thing. making anything up. It just, um, when it hits me, it hits me hard. Uh, well, listen, if you have not watched Al's special, and I talked about it right after we watched it on the show as well. If you have not watched it uh please that's so great take because the hour out of your life to laugh comedians really don't watch other comedian specials nope. it's hard nope. to do and then the fact that you watched it with the family and and watched all even all the way through like i'll watch clips and a bunch of people's stuff and i'm aware of what everybody's got going on but to sit through a full hour is tough for a comic um it you know what though but when and here's the truth some of them we bail on and it's like you know what uh yeah you know what we're not really digging this or I, oliver yeah. will actually just go is anybody enjoying this <laughs> and then <laughs> you know luckily he he's been right every time it hasn't been like well, yes i think it's the funniest thing in the world and now you've ruined it for me it hasn't been Can any I of that yet also, just before we even really start, is compliment you guys. A twenty-eight season is 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 insane for anything. Oh, oh, um, amazing for keeping it going and at such a high level. And then also, the fact that Oliver is thirteen makes me crazy because I remember, and this is is actually it's interesting because me and my wife were just driving down by Harvard Westlake on Coldwater, and we're driving by that church where you and Danielle, you did a, um, and Oliver must have been a baby at that point, but you guys did a gift wrapping thing and a holiday event for homeless children. Yeah. And homeless families. And I remember being at that and we'll never forget it because people thought we were homeless. <laughs> did you know that from that i told you that happened right yes 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 but i can still laugh at the story <laughs> yeah so uh, my wife is wrapping gifts and then i come up and talk to my wife at one point and this woman that she's standing with she's like the mom in arrested development i forget what that actress is uh, the name of that actress but you guys know who i'm talking about um 
the Bluth mom. Oh, she, Jessica Walters. Jessica Walters. Jessica, Jessica Walters. Walters. Yeah. A Jessica Walters type walks up to my wife and goes, Oh, no. You're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been homeless? <laughs> And my wife is hilarious. My wife is so much nicer than me. She's such a nice lady. She just started laughing. She goes, "Oh my god, um, we're not. I'm sorry, we're we're not homeless. Right. I'm not just like I." She just thinks that me being Latino, walking up to my wife and talking to her, um, meant that she was yeah homeless. But anyway, I was like, yeah, God forbid, like I wear a same thing as like you wear a red shirt in Target. You know, yeah, you work there. Is it though? It, uh, it, you know what, Al? One time, but uh, I don't know if you know Jennifer McLean and uh, Aaron Lee. They're a uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I talk to Aaron all the time. Our our kids go to school together. Oh, they do. All right, so we uh, uh, Jennifer was volunteering somewhere where she said to Danielle and I, "Do you want to volunteer at this?" Uh, dance and it's a dance for for people like uh, sheltered women and uh, and also men that are, are like in rehab houses or whatever and so it was you know people that are down on their luck but they were putting together this event for them to come and dance and and maybe get to meet people or whatever and just you know help them back into the community so I walk in maybe four steps in front of the three of them and the same thing a woman says to me are you looking to dance today? <laughs> in such a, and, and I'm, I'm obviously, I amp that up a little bit for humor, but it was in, in such a, not, a, I don't want to use the word condescending because it wasn't, but in like a nurturing, calm, comforting way. So like to, to make me not feel self-conscious about coming there to maybe meet somebody, but it was so like, I'm actually here to volunteer. And then she, she may have left. She was so embarrassed <laughs> by that, oh, that yeah. she may have bailed on it. Yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, I get asked to help people in stores quite a bit. I'm joking around about the red shirt and target, but I get asked quite a bit to help people out. If I'm browsing anywhere, someone's going to come up to me and go, excuse me. Uh, yeah, and just, right. Yeah. But oh, you know, I know you like to play pranks on your dad. The other thing is, no matter what sh- uh, store you go to, you'll put on like if you're at Home Depot, you put on the Home Depot apron. So in <laughs> yeah, fairness I, to I, them, I dress for the part. Yeah. Right. OK. Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Al Madrigal is here. Al, of course, is a, a brilliant comic. Yeah, take a look at that special if you want to or don't do whatever you want to do. It's uh, live your life. Right. That's a tricky thing with specials. It's like Netflix or nothing. Like uh, you, you right now, it's like HBO just like puts out 80 year Netflix is, you know, primarily doing all of the bigger specials at this point. Showtime takes whatever stragglers they can get. And then <laughs> um, then it's all weird after that. You're just better off sort of giving it away and self-releasing. You know, so. you think so? Uh, uh, how funny would it be if, like, if a comic is listening to this right now and they just got done telling their wife, I just got a special with Showtime. And, and you go, <laughs> yeah. and then Showtime <laughs> takes the stragglers. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no, boy. So that's where that's where my special was. It's like it, oh. it, and so I put it out on Amazon by myself. The thing with Showtime oh. is that you get to own it. So it was a license for two years, and I actually own the thing. So it's up on Amazon. Watch it. I'll probably throw it up on YouTube at some point. And uh, but I'm glad you glad you found it. Oh, we love it. We uh, we, we we and that's the thing about. And I've said this before in the past. 
Oliver luckily likes great comedy, so it's I've never had to lie. Like if I'll go, hey, Dad, wasn't that a great special? I've never had to go, yeah, yeah, what's great? Like it's never, I, I don't want to use anybody's name because some people like other comics that I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Luckily, Oliver likes really good comedy. Thank God. That's great. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. God. Oh, my God. I'd be horrified if my son was a fan of like just, they started watching one YouTuber and that I question all the time. I'm like, really? We're doing this? We're going to follow a YouTuber? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, in fact, uh, uh, Nate Bargatze has a new special coming out, as does Brian Regan. And so uh, we're yes. very excited about those two things here in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, Nate is in- incredible. Like, Nate is so funny. We do, uh, we're doing his podcast, Nate Land. Uh, have you given that a listen at all? Like, uh, it's maybe recommended to uh, Oliver because he's so good and he's. Um, you know, every every single podcast is a different subject. So he'll talk about money. He'll talk about television. He'll talk about religion. He'll talk about and so mm-hmm. he can you know in that Nate way um, tackle uh, you know any given subject. But he's one of those guys. Is like, yeah, I'd want my kid found my son when he was ten, found Jim Gaffigan Beyond the Pale, mm-hmm. and was doing verbatim the uh, Hot Pockets bit. Especially the one he loved is like, you know, there's a new breakfast hot pocket now. And that way you can have a, a hot pocket for breakfast, hot pocket for lunch and be dead by dinner. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was 10 and just would like just loved it. Right. And he performed it. They would do little things at his school where it was like speaking competitions and did his own little reciting other people's like you know they didn't ask you to create your own thing but you were able to perform somebody else's material and so he did one from the perspective of a tiny he's he hasn't spoken public since uh but uh these are the three things he did and one of them was gaff again so it was just like if my yeah it's i totally hear you it's fantastic when your kid is, has a great sense of humor it, and uh how old is your son now gonna be 19 wow yeah, I remember seeing him at, uh, at a house of a person whose name I will not reveal uh, in Pasadena, California. Um, and I remember you, you brought your kids over for that very briefly, and uh, they were they were tiny and children. They were tiny yeah. toddlers. Yeah. No, the uh, my daughter that goes to school with Aaron's daughter is five foot eleven. Uh, I don't know where that comes from. And um, yeah, my son is, uh, and she's 15, and then my son is 19. Wow. Or going to be 19 and in, in a freshman in college. And so, what does that mean when freshman in college, as we're in this pandemic, do they go? Is everything well, we're virtual? Doing right now. Yeah, it it's, okay. it's Zoom for them. He's in, uh, he's going, he's supposed to be going to Santa Clara, which is the toughest county in the country. They kicked out the San Francisco 49ers and wouldn't let them play there um so would we're going to force opposing teams to uh quarantine really and they flew in for games so they the 49ers had moved to arizona uh for like their last four home games interesting so he's i I don't really hold out any hope that it'll be going there anytime soon yeah not even the not even the fall the numbers are coming down uh so maybe there's a possibility with the uh vaccine he's supposed to go on march 24th so we'll see if that happens so we'll see Oh, yeah. he's not going on March 20th. That ain't happening. No, I don't that's, think 
No, in fact, yeah. the dog next door just barked uh, very upset <laughs> yeah. with the state. Exactly. Doesn't no. think it's way too soon. That's one of those COVID sniffing dogs, right? <laughs> they just, it, it, it just sniffs heard just you say that. It was like, rough, it. rough, wrong, wrong. I can smell the COVID from here. <laughs> it, uh, they have a new little dog next door who uh, I saw once, and it's adorable, but our fences are so high that I don't really ever see it. I just kind of hear it, and it sounds adorable. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but it sounds like an adorable little uh, doggy hmm. who apparently hates my voice yeah it doesn't sound little at all <laughs> right, right? It's, 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 yeah it's a large dog well they have it's a large a one dog. over there that's a tiny that that's a littler one hmm. i guess compared yeah. to maybe it's not little at all maybe just comparatively to the other one it's uh it's smaller what is it a st bernard it is a uh, yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> i couldn't think of another dog i don't know anything enough about dogs yeah. i assume that's a big dog it's a big is one. that the one with the little uh, is that the one it's that has the, uh, the barrel the barrel around yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that one because uh, they're also moving moonshine out of out of the house <laughs> next door so it's perfect that's why they got that dog yeah uh all right al magical is here but let's uh let's get to oliver's uh trivia question so we can start going around the horn and getting everybody's uh oh take on things so al before we do that though let me ask you this are you uh are the kids is everybody there in the house with you yes okay so uh because i know some college kids like they they went to the school they went and they're in the dorm doing the zoom in the dorm yeah i think that's eventually going to happen but um my son opted a bunch of his friends got an airbnb apartments nearby campus and uh people were all going up but my son opted to just stay he says everybody parties he asked me actually this is uh, oliver he goes do you want me to kill your mother wait what uh, that's what my son said like you want me to go to campus you want me to party with these guys he goes you want me to kill your mom <laughs> Wow. Um, and so I, I'll, I'll stay home and stay safe. Like, so he's taking it seriously. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Everyone's going out. Actually, Santa Clara, if you type in and search for Santa Clara party, um, and they had a massive uh, fraternity party there that uh, the campus had to shut down and threaten people. And so even if he does go, it's going to be like going in some sort of weird police state where he's going <laughs> to be confined to his room. And I I'm just not sure he goes at all this year. But that's better yeah. than anyway. going to a place where they're having parties uh, on the reg. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I prefer police state be, over the. Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you know, you just want him to be social at the same time, but um, you want him to take this seriously. So it's a mix. You know, I'm, we've sort of let him make it all all of his own choices. So we, whatever he decides to do, is fine with us. Um, and, and and of course, your daughter is. Uh, she lives on her own. She has her own apartment, right? The fifth year. <laughs> she has her own place. Yeah. yeah okay, just making yeah. sure. Um, it, you know, it's it's Oakwood. Um, oh, she's so, in the Oakwood. Yeah, she, yeah, so they take care of a lot of things for her. <laughs> um, by the way, the Oak. When I toured the Oakwood, when I moved here to Los Angeles, not knowing that that you know, I, I had heard about the Oakwoods growing up. Like whenever like Christy McNichol would be on a talk show, she would say, you know, then we stayed at the Oakwoods. I was like, well, I've heard about the Oakwoods. I must tour the Oakwoods if I'm looking for an apartment. And it was the first time I ever heard the. I'd never heard the the, the color seafoam green before, uh, because you were able to choose your carpet color. Like that was one of the things that, oh, wow. and here's your three options. You can go with the brown, you can go with the blue, or you can go with the seafoam green. And I, and I said, uh, well, who doesn't go with seafoam green? And the guy goes, nobody, <laughs> nobody likes it. Like, oh, okay. And uh, I did not go there because it's, uh, I did not rent there because it was uh, back in 1995 when I moved here, it was like 2,500 bucks a month 
uh, it was bananas. Like crazy out of my of, price range. It's also a bunch of stage moms with yeah. their eight-year-olds, you know, in, in tap shoes. It's it's like one of those uh, Geico commercials. Yeah, get <laughs> it, a, it is. A clogging problem. We got a little problem. God, I, I, I like each and every one of those commercials. I like the clogging one because I like watching their little legs move. <laughs> my favorite one there uh, is the Don't Become Your Father those are hilarious how great is that guy how great is that guy well done you know it's just it's really funny no 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 you hired him (laughs) (laughs) if you want to hear if you want a good grout if you're looking for a grout brush and my kids look at me and shake their heads because i talk to people in stores (laughs) (laughs) i really do maybe that's why they think you work there that's right i just uh, i'm chatty uh, love it. Uh, all right, let's, let's do Oliver Street. All right, here we go. Uh, Matt Bellnett, please alert the listener that this is coming. Yeah. Oh, we've got this. This is a new song from, uh, from, hold on. Where is it? Yeah, from, oh, no, I don't have that. In. Yeah, Nathan Diffie. This is uh, Nathan Diffie's take on the Oliver trivia theme. Here we go. All right. Well, I would ask for the extended remix, but I think he sent it. <laughs> That's a long one. <laughs> Certainly a long one. But you know what? Oh, a little, a little light, but it's great. Yeah. Great. We, we thank. What's the gentleman's name, Matt? Nathan Diffie. Nathan, now, he, oh, that's what, now we, we uh, referred to him before because uh, you're a big fan of Joe Diffie, so we think he might be related to him. <laughs> he may or may not be related. I, I don't know. I think he might have done another th- theme of ours. I, I, now I'm trying to find. Or have we played this one before and, and uh, four men just don't remember that? Possible. Very possible. Uh, yeah, I'm it rings to a bell to me, but I thought we may have previewed it. I think we previewed it yeah. last week. We, we all were excited last week when we heard it as if we'd never heard it before. I thought we yeah. just played it off the air because I was like, oh, I should have played this. Um, but yeah, I thought maybe he did a different song for us a while back, but I don't see it. Joe Diffie, of course, Matt, uh, remind the people of what uh, was his big hit, please. Uh, Joe, Joe Diffie. Um, yeah. What was it? So help me, girl. No, that isn't him? that uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Isn't that Joe Diffie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, who does Pickup Man, Garen? Who does Pickup Man? Is that also Joe Diffie? That's also Joe Diffie. Mm-hmm. Oh, is Joe it? Diffie had two huge hits. I, I only, just to explain to Al, because I, I, I want Al to know I'm cool and I don't listen to country music, <laughs> but uh, I worked in a movie theater that play, it was a, owned by Sony. Uh, the Sony used to own movie theaters and they would just play Sony artists all day on just one cd over and over again and so they played joe diffie who was on some sony label and so i only know the one song and now but like they did mention the album was called third rock from the sun but i don't remember that wasn't the song they played what was the song it, no it would have been that that was the, so that had to be the song no it was there was another so, uh, it's, sony still owns movie theaters oh they do um, oh, okay. i think all the movie theaters in europe are sony theaters oh. or a lot of them are okay and then um not sure about the artist thing and then i remember the last time i was on harry styles album had just come out and you guys were going nuts for it we loved it jimmy we loved it <laughs> might have been one, one of us going it. nuts okay two of us yeah, yeah. 
Garen and I went bananas for it. I did not love the second one as much as Garen and, and the rest of the world uh, oh, I did. I love the second one. I know you do, Garen. Nobody's judging you. I'm just uh, saying that I didn't like it as much as you, and uh, that's what makes music great. There's 31 you flavors. You like that watermelon sugar high, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like that, huh? That uh, SAP, right? Uh, <laughs> what? WAP? You mean WAP? WAP? <laughs> yeah, of course I mean WAP. <laughs> you said SAP. I said SAP. That's the button on your TV. Spanish language. Yeah, that's that button. Or I did a song about that. I did a parody. Where I probably would else parody of uh, WAP. <laughs> I thought I thought you were maybe trying to think. Oh, what was it? What was that song? It was was about sloppy ass pussy. Is that why it was called? Yeah, uh, sloppy ass <laughs> pussy, man. Hey, why hasn't there been a female uh, uh, song parody person? Like one that made it big. Mm. Like Christ, I know Kristen Key plays uh, music in her act, but mm. is there any female that ever? I mean, guys, does, it's a business idea. Let's just jump on breakdown services, cast it, write it. We uh, we Korean boy band this thing, and um, we're right. up and running. There needs All to right, be a female Weird Al. Why does it not exist? This is this is the time to do it, right? Uh, the female artist let's, is very hot. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Because I know, like, like Judy Tenuta, but she didn't do parodies, right? She just no, she didn't do parodies. Yeah. And same with Julie Brown. Those were not parodies. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's, yeah, there's Garfunkel Tracy, and Oates, but they're all they're all they're originals. Songs, originals yeah. Yeah. Tracy Ullman too, right? Well, she just had the one song. No, she had a couple albums actually, but uh, but it's not parody. It's just it's not parody. No, pop. it's your own original yeah. music. Hmm. And even though like Elle and I toured the, the, this great country, the United States of America, there's a zillion guitar acts that do song parodies, men, mm-hmm. but there's not one that pulls. Uh, maybe Lana mm-hmm. Turner does she do parodies? Nobody knows. I don't think so. All right, I don't think so either. Or else I would have. Uh, Huh. All right. Well, listen, I, I'm with Al. We got to get on. We got to uh, let's break down this thing. Let's uh, yeah. Korean boy band it. I, there must be someone on YouTube doing that. There's a million, you know, there has to be. But but is there, there has someone? To be. There's a TikToker, But yeah, right. I'm talking about a touring. Yeah, comic. Get out there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying as a business thing. Just go find the best one on on TikTok or YouTube and then <laughs> get them and they push them they out there. Turn their nose up at us so right. quickly. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't need us. <laughs> they don't need us. Hey, we'd like to okay. approach you about booking you on the road. I could do that myself. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I can open up doors for you. I'm a national headliner. I, I've got one million views a week. Thank you for your time. Very good. 28 seasons of my own <laughs> How about that? We throw that in their face. By the way, first uh, of all, we'll, uh, sorry, Jimmy. I looked it up. It is "So Help Me, Girl." That is that was the the Joe Diffie song. That, that's another Joe Diffie song, huh? It's, I don't, it's, I just, it's so from the "Help Me, Girl." Yeah, it's from the album Third Rock from the Sun," I believe. But uh, right, uh, I guess I always thought that Third Rock from the Sun" was the song that they played because that was uh, such a huge hit. I don't know how that goes. Well, there's three Joe Diffie songs I like. It turns out I may be a Diffie head. I might be uh, all in on Joe <laughs> Diffie. He's got a few. John Deere Green is another good one. There's four. Now we're up to four John Diffie songs. Well, first of all, his name is Joe Diffie. Uh, <laughs> so keep that in mind. Uh, all right, listen, here's your topic. Here yes. is your topic. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget, uh, Elliot, you cannot do number one. Uh, you can't right. bet one. Garen, you can't bet 13. Matt, you can't bet 11. And I can't bet 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, you can bet anywhere between zero and 25, sir. And your topic this week is records. Records. Now, we don't know what that means. It could be, does it vinyl? Yeah. Is it keeping records is it file related is it vinyl related you don't know records very vague maybe too vague gonna have a chat with 
Okay. Uh, you know what? I, here's the thing, Al. Every time I think I have to have a chat with him, it turns out when we hear the uh, question and the answer, it's like, you know, what? that's a pretty good fucking question and a pretty good answer. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, a lot of times Jimmy's like, this I gotta, This is terrible, and then we get the answer, and we're like, you know what? That was a good question. We can't argue with the question. <laughs> uh, just mad that we don't know it. But uh, Boy, oh, boy, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll see if it's vinyl. I go higher with my bet if it's... Uh, if it's uh, files, I don't know a lot about files. I don't know anything about the police records. I mean, well, that's a bad example because uh, the police yeah, are very I, I, band. I, I feel like this is going to be about like people who've set records, not actual music records. But ah, you're talking about I'm with rec- Matt. Yeah. record setters. Yeah. Yeah, like a Guinness Book of World Records situation. Yep. Yep. Al, how old were you when you realized that Guinness, the beer, the, the alcoholic beverage, was the sponsor of the Guinness uh, Book of World Records? How old were you when you just, uh, found out that information? Uh, 49 years old right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I'm a little bit older than you. I may have also been 49 years old when I discovered it. Like It was way late in life when I realized it. I had no idea. Yeah, I don't. That was one of my best memories as a touring comic. Uh, 2009 got to go to the 250th anniversary of Guinness at the Guinness factory in Dublin. Um, It was, I was opening up, actually, not even opening up, was out on the road with Janine Garofalo, and she used to like to do a, a coin toss for who would headline. Out of the two of you? Yes. And everyone was there to see her. So nobody uh, was happy with you winning that coin toss. No, or losing it. She was, uh, yes. but uh, yes. Other than that, and she most delightful person. But anyway, got to go. The promoter got me and Maz Jabrani to go in, and we watched Tom Jones for some reason gyrate uh, and drank. <laughs> about uh nine of those things on um, jet lagged and had one times of our lives um so uh, very very happy and uh, associations with the guinness brand uh, just one of the best memories i have on the road worth doing stand-up right there love it love everything about it most importantly the tom jones aspect of it uh, uh al you don't know this i'm the biggest tom jones fan in the world love him big fan of tom jones he just came out and just nailed it. Not sure why he was there, what he had to do with the brand. It's an anniversary. Uh, he, uh, he likes an him. ale. <laughs> likes a lager. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had something stuffed in his tight pants, for sure. Oh, he had nothing stuffed, buddy. That's his cock. He's <laughs> <laughs> famous, right? He's, he's famous for having a big dong. Oh, Is he? Me? I thought he was oh, famous yeah. for throwing a tube sock down there. Oh, no, well, sir. That, could guy, be. that guy's got cock all day. He's all day cock. <laughs> I won't have you talk about uh, that. Would uh, Al, here's a true statement. I went to see uh, 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 Tom Jones in concert after I had not seen him in a couple of years. And he came and he was at the Kodak uh, and he came out and one person in the audience uh, at, at full volume went, oh, he let his hair go gray. Uh, that That's person amazing. that did that was Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Hi, it's an old lady. That was an impressive old lady. Yeah, but it was me. I was the one that said it, and my wife turned to look at me like, "What the fuck just happened?" Uh, all right, here's your question. Records. Everybody have their bet written down. Yeah. Everybody got their bet. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Al Madrigal is uh, finding a writing utensil back there on. Uh, uh, I don't know if that. Uh, do we assume that's a? Is that a higher desk behind you, Al? Is that the? It uh, is. It sta- is. It's a standing okay. desk. Somebody Good. likes to stand in. Mm. I couldn't tell if it was one of those things where it was uh, the forced perspective sort of thing, where it <laughs> right. looked bigger. 
uh, than it is. All right, here we go. Here's your question, guys. And again, don't uh, reveal your answer until I ask you for it. Here's your question. Uh, okay, originally taking its creator over a month to solve, what invention has a world record solve time of 3.4 seconds by Houston Do? All right. I think we all know the answer to that. I think we all know the answer to this. Abraham Lincoln. Unless we're wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the other thing you should know, Al, is that sometimes, usually the questions sound hard and they are hard. Sometimes they sound easy and we're all like, duh, duh. And then we all get it wrong. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. So in that spirit, Jimmy, will you please read the question one more time? I will. I, although it really feels like we all know this. I, um, I agree with you. And yet I want to make sure I haven't missed something. Originally taking its creator over a month to solve, what invention has a world record solve time of 3.4 seconds by Houston Do? And again, uh, Al, what you also don't know is my son has the worst handwriting in the world, so none of these words might be right. I don't know. <laughs> Especially this person's Houston name Do. might not be Houston Do. It might be Yashing Duh. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. There's a. Uh, something's crossed out in the middle of a word and then finished and then it's finished <laughs> like it's not the, the it, it wasn't a choice to to erase the whole word and then rewrite it it was like in the middle of it there's uh, my son has the same issue chicken scratch i can't read any of it it's horrible because so, they they never learned to, to write doesn't matter anymore <laughs> we live in a different world don't we Al? We sure do. We, we do. Sure do. Now, uh, Al, you're at the uh, the All Things Comedy offices, right? Uh, I am. I am. And you go? Uh, do you go there on a regular basis, or uh, do you do I, a lot I, of work I'm out of the house? I'm in here today because I'm, I, I mostly work out of the home. Um, today we have a couple things going on. I have a couple of auditions, and then we just oh. are starting George Lopez's podcast. So we're working on that a little bit together today, and then. Um, yeah, it's um, just just once or twice a week. Okay, we got everybody first, masked of up here. We got yeah, we got to be testing and all that crap. Um, and what's the name of George Lopez's uh, podcast? Something about kidneys after uh, some. OMG High. <laughs> OMG High. It's a line from his act, uh, yep. but it's uh, and it starts on March first. If you're a George right. Lopez fan. Uh, right around the corner, George Lopez, one of the most uh, successful stand-up comics of all time. Something we could agree on? Yeah, I mean, he did that live show from, like, I think the San, San, San Antonio where it was, I mean, a massive. He was one of those first guys that just started playing arenas, you know? Right. And he, he did a live show from an arena as one of his specials. That's crazy. Wow. I can't uh, sell out a funny bone. <laughs> 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 the perfect choice the perfect choice uh all right let's check in with everybody let's go uh, immediately go uh, right there to the never not funny weather desk that is in the tri corners of the valley that's garen cockrell hello garen hello sir how are you now garen what happened over the weekend did you do anything of important now, we had a blustery day on saturday that kind of restricted going out uh, but uh, sunday was gorgeous what did you do over the weekend uh, look I've finally reached the point where the days are just turning into one day. Like everything's just running together. Gotcha. I, I'm not even aware of what's happening. I did have some potentially extremely exciting news that I cannot talk about, which is no. very bad, but I just want everyone to think good thoughts because it would be incredible if it comes through. Okay. All right. So I'm with you. Did you find a moving so, van? <laughs> yeah, you know, I did, and it was really cheap. So Fingers crossed. I, we're all back in. 
Packed it Fuck yourself. Fuck it, I'll do it myself. <laughs> Is that what you just said, Elliot? Same thing? Yeah, packed it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, Boy, well, I really good, felt good. like a man when I said that. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do it myself. <laughs> you have to know that that's the last thing you sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> that. I don't know what was going through my mind at the time. Because you were you know, upset. You were themselves. having a meltdown. Yeah, I was. Uh, well, Garen, uh, I speak for everybody. We are thinking nothing but good thoughts for you at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it you. sounds like you want me to do more than the usual right now. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, all, all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I do have another. Did I tell you guys I got another review coming in the Chronicle? Oh. Uh, is this your third one or second one? Second. Yeah. We have been informed of this then. Yes. yes. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, Al, uh, Garen does reviews in the Chronicle. Uh, San Francisco or Austin? San Francisco. Oh, awesome. Cool. San Francisco. Yeah, so great, your yeah. son could read these if he ever goes up home, there. Home, hometown. Yeah. <laughs> great. Um, and when will that be out here? What are you reviewing? They've had me review a couple books, oh, which is amazing. fantastic. It's, um, this one's called 100 Boyfriends, which is spectacular. I don't know when it's going out live. I will certainly let you guys know when that happens. And the first one they had to review was something called the Bible, right? Didn't they have you uh, do a deep dive into that? <laughs> yeah, they gave me just two weeks to get through it, so it was a real time crunch. Oh, but, there's uh, no yeah. question. No wonder you were all sleepy and uh, at your wit's end during that uh, time yeah, when you snapped about packing a box. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not an easy read, the Bible. I don't know if anybody's ever done anything on like that. I just I just get all my uh, Bible quotes from Mario uh, Marco Rubio, so I don't really have to dive deep into the Bible. Nice. I just follow him on Twitter, and he seems to cover all the bases. Yeah, he's got that. it. He's, he's, he's got, got his nail. fingers in the pie of the Bible. Yeah. God, he's got to be terrified, huh? <laughs> Trump moving down. And did, did, did Trump, Mar-a-Lago is in his, like, he, well, is, he's got to be worried that Trump or one of the Trumps is going to run against him, right? I mean, is I, he, think oh, the, yeah. I think the worry is that Ivanka is going to run against him. Is that the? Oh, wow. Yeah. But none of that could happen if they're going to jail, right? Isn't that uh, right? <laughs> ideally? Yeah, yeah. they're in jail. It's tougher to run from jail, but I, if anybody can pull it off, they can. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If there's ever a time, well, you know what? They're still American citizens. I mean, they have every right. I don't think that there's any rule. That's why you have to have impeachments because I don't think there's any rule that right. says you can't run for office if you're in prison. I'm not 100 percent certain of that, but I feel like that might be true. Wasn't there a guy who last year or like in the last two years he was? convicted he was running he got convicted and then he won somebody in san diego maybe is that true i forget where it was and he, and, and he was able to then do it I, look I, that I i don't know i barely had the sentence i gave you for information <laughs> <laughs> please do not ask it, me follow it could be san, diego. <laughs> san diego's had a difficult time with mayors i know that uh, one of their mayors was embezzling and then they invested all of their money in high-risk stocks so like so all of their pension funds got um, invested strangely and, and way too risky for any like government to play around with that. And then, um, and then there was affairs and stuff like that. So if it's anywhere, it might be San Diego. That's a good could guess. be Diego, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and Matt, you know when that guy that was embezzling? You know what he said when he was found out, right? What? I made their lives better. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> Classic <laughs> quote. Say anything. Um, Garen, what else is all right? So, uh, some big news on the horizon for us to think about. Uh, positive thoughts for you. Uh, did you see any movies or anything over the weekend, Garen? Uh, no, I actually sat down to watch the Woody Allen documentary. Yes, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I can't do this right now. Like, I, I, I couldn't. We're in the mindset. Yeah, like I didn't want to have that because I've seen people say how 
like dark it gets or whatever and i'm like i i don't think this is what i want to experience right now and it's garrett four, is it, it a one-off or is it a series no it's a four episode series oh I it think. is okay yeah, yeah. Did you watch it, Matt? No, but that's that's part of the. To me, it's it takes a lot more to go. Okay, I guess I'm getting into this thing that's going to take some, like a week of my life, and I'm going to be bummed out, and uh, not because I care about Woody Allen, just because it's it's a very upsetting topic. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. A lot of these documentaries are just they they they're they don't need to be four hours. <laughs> you could just wrap this up in ninety minutes to give me the bullet points. Well, I don't uh, I don't disagree about that. Uh, and I think it's going to be one of those where uh, people that still support him will continue supporting him. People that think he's evil will uh, continue to think he's evil. And people that just live their lives will continue living their lives. Yeah, he's, I think that's, he's sort uh, of It's faded. not going to change anybody's mind, I guess, is my point. That could have been a quicker way for me to get to. I just did the four-hour version of <laughs> one sentence. That was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Matt, there is a reason for it. It's to fill time. <laughs> okay. And to, uh, yeah, I, uh, I guess we do a two hour podcast, so maybe I shouldn't, uh, be casting aspersions against these long documentary <laughs> yeah. series. But what would I'm, be the one sentence of this show? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, these, I, I, I have to talk. Qu- yeah. I have to quote Jimmy. You're dumb and I'm cool. <laughs> one of my favorite Jimmy Pardo quotes ever. <laughs> That's uh, the bit. You're dumb I, and I'm cool. <laughs> Wait, wait, and I said that about the listener? Is that the premise? No, I think you were talking to me or Pat Francis or somebody, but uh, it was just, it just stuck in my mind as being very funny. Uh, well, it sounds like a great quote that I, I wish I could remember why I said it, because it does sound wonderful. <laughs> You're dumb, but I'm cool. It was in the opening for a while, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Garen, I wish you a lot of luck with uh, with, every, with any documentary you want to watch. Uh, <laughs> what... Um, uh, you know, I, what I'm watching, over, by the way, is I, I'm, as I told you, I'm revisiting uh, the f- very first few seasons of Ink Master because I didn't watch those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know about the show when it first came out. So I get like I think I got four seasons to watch. Um, and uh, there's a there's a judge on there. His name is Chris Nunez and he's a tattoo artist, but he's also a judge on here. And I know we have a fan that worked on that program. And I have to I have to know if in real life, Chris Nunez is the biggest asshole on the planet. Because based on these episodes, I think he might be. I think oh, he's boy. at least in the running for biggest asshole on the planet. Boy, By the way, maybe Chris Nunez listens to the show. You never know. You throw <laughs> something out. Next thing you know, it's like, hey, thanks for mentioning me, Jimmy. Signed, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I am an asshole. Yeah. I mean, he probably could. Well, you know, he's one of those guys like, I'm not here to make friends. I don't care if people don't like me. It's like, well, you know, you say that enough. A, I'm not buying it. And B, that doesn't right. let you then just be a prick. And uh, so it's a lot of that. Um, and Al, he's Hispanic. So you, is there a chance you know him? <laughs> no, yeah. But, uh, contrary to popular belief, we do not all know each other. I, it so seems to be that here. most of you do, though. No? You're saying we it's support, not true. We, we, we support each other um, to a point. Yeah. But uh, and I'm happy that there's a Latino guy on that show that I've never seen. Um, but it seems uh, like there's so few people. So few Latinos working in Hollywood that yeah, it's great. Uh, whether, uh, congrats. Uh, well, Chris everybody Nunez. wants to work. George Lopez just takes all the gigs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's when he got canceled. I think I did a Daily Show thing where he's like, "I'm the only Latino working in Hollywood right now. This is it, and that's going to go away soon. Like it's just a matter of time before that collapses." Um, yeah, there's very few Latinos working. Uh, I did a show with uh, Jaime Camille, who's a huge star, and he was the. Uh, last year on CBS, he was the first 
Latino to star in a show on CBS in 70 years. Oh, my God. Latinos have never had a single camera comedy on network television. Ever. What uh, and Cristela Alonso show that was on that was three cameras multi cam on that was a multi cam on ABC ah, correct on that ABC. was lasted for six episodes and gone and that yeah. was the first I remember at the time that was the first of that to happen I think uh, the first right. Latino yeah, it was, creative it was like there's George Lopez there's you know and then Cristela and there's one day at a time but they're all they're all multi cams no one's ever gotten a single camera comedy like there's been no Latino ish right mm. huh. hmm. Yeah, wow. go ahead and keep thinking about it, Elliot. Because you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to—I'm trying to go through the single cam shows that I—that I. You fact checking him? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, I, I believe he you. Might, no, out of all of us, he might be the guy that. Oh knows no, no, I, than... I, I believe you. I was just trying to think of new shows. If there's anything new that I'd heard of that uh, was coming, but no. It's like you, Elliot, when you always say that uh, there's no Jews in show business. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm all the time. This all the time. I'm saying. I'm saying, boy, you know, we really need. Uh, and not you know, like every kind of Jew, like lady Jew, man Jew. Sure. Mm-hmm. You guys are shut out. I get it. Converted Jew, someone who is not Jewish to begin sure. with. Athea Jew. I like the guy that converts because he thinks it's going to help his career. I know many a comic that have done that. And you're like. <laughs> Convert Ugh. to become Jewish? Uh, no, Latino. and it's a mistake well it worked (laughs) based on your the information you just gave us it is uh all right garen you got a guess on this uh should should we mark you down for the answer uh i'm gonna go with uh rubik's cube yeah Mm -hmm. uh, rubik's cube huh struggle to think of anything else um yeah yeah I also know I get a little insight uh, more than you guys in that uh, there's one sitting on his desk. So I think think when he went into his room today and I said, hey, Oliver, you got your question? And he came out four seconds later with the question. I have a feeling he walked in, saw that on his desk and wrote this uh, uh, question. So that's almost as fast as that guy uh, solved it. Yeah, I say that again. That's almost as fast as the world record guy solved it. It actually took him a little longer to write the question than it did for this guy to solve it. You're exactly right, Matt. Uh, although again, we don't know. Maybe that's not the answer. I, I mean, really believe it is. That's my guess. Yeah. I'm I'm struggling to think of a different one as well. Mm. I kind of hope it is. I hope I hope he throws us with a, a curveball and yeah. it's a Sudoku or something. That's interesting. But it's not a, yeah. different. By the way, uh, just to let you know, I now hear the yelping of a tiny dog, so I will now retract what I said earlier. <laughs> that initial barking was the bigger of the two, yeah. and now I hear the tinier dog. Okay. So I do apologize for misleading you earlier about the dog size of the bark. Thank you. There it is. There it is. You can hear that. You can hear that. You can hear that smaller, right? Yes, that uh-huh. definitely sounds smaller. Yeah. Uh, what if we looked over and it's the big one throwing uh, throwing its voice just to fool me? <laughs> just for a bit. bit. <laughs> just, just for a bit. Just for the bit. Like, wants to be part of the show and then goes inside and talks to yeah. the dog and goes, yeah, I fooled him again, this dummy. Yeah. Dumb fuck next door. He loves this. Watch. <laughs> he loves this. Uh, uh, I think he goes over there, makes fun of my height. A lot of, a lot of stuff goes on with that oh, dog. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, uh, Garen, best of luck to you. Wish you a lot of luck with this uh Whatever the secret thing is they got going, and certainly on this Rubik's Cube. Uh, let's check with Elliot Hoper. He's there, the lazy skeptic in Palms, California. Hello. Uh, Elliot, what's going on in Palms that we can share with Al Madrigal? Uh, honestly, not that much, but I do have some things to share with you. Uh, first of all, I looked up the thing about um, being in prison, uh, running for office. You got an answer uh, on that? 
Well, for federal office, there can be no limitations other than the three that are in the Constitution. So, yes, you may 100% run for office. Like, you could run for president and so, be in prison. So, Don J. Trump, who we think we, uh, we, will not, we will not see him run in 2024 because he will be in prison, uh, that will not stop him from running. There's nothing. There's, it is much like, much like my Alzheimer's father uh, could not have his vote taken away, even though he couldn't keep track of his own finances and had to right. be put in a facility, could still vote. So, too, if you go to prison, you can still run for federal office. Let me say this. State office. Go ahead. And we know how I feel about Donald J. Trump. If he runs uh, for president from prison, I will vote for him because I love (laughs) the idea of a guy having a little office. You know, he uh, he opens they open him up. The the little uh, the 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 cell door slides open. (laughs) He starts taking meetings in there. (laughs) I love it. I He's got the other uh, inmates uh, working as his staff. Because right? those people he knows, those are the people he sees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think about what you, his his cabinet, the first go round were just most of them were just the people that ran against him because he doesn't know anybody. So it was right. like, yeah, Ben Carson, so it'll just be the guy down the uh, you know uh, down the uh, corridor, the uh, cell block. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> And uh, well, that was the thing is like when they were saying like he was in New York, I remember Alec Baldwin was saying in terms of him being like this New York socialite, he would just show up at all of the step and repeats and leave immediately. So no one really knew him. Hmm. He ah. just was putting out the persona that he was social and involved in this New York charity scene. But he wouldn't like he would just step and repeat and take off. Oh, perfect. And perfect. Well, he fooled a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. About 71 million, if I'm not mistaken, he fooled with the step and repeat uh, ruse. I, I, I think it would be very funny. It, it's a funny idea. It's not funny in reality. If Donald Trump were to um, testify against all the, you know, he was going to go to prison, so therefore he testifies against all the people who he wants to have on his cabinet so that they also end up <laughs> Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If, if nothing else, this, you should write this movie. <laughs> uh, I, I was going the other way and just imagining his cabinet would just be other inmates. So it's like Secretary of Treasury, Johnny Cigarettes. <laughs> like it's, yeah, right. Guys, like, we're, <laughs> we're going to go. Look, he knows all about keeping track of stuff. Yeah. 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 It, it surprisingly, <laughs> just great at it yeah we're moving to an all cigarette based economy now guys (laughs) (laughs) trying to the swamp trying to the sub block uh all right what what else you got uh, elliot is uh, you got more information for us uh more information on that so on a state on a state basis uh, states can make their own decisions so some states uh you know they have laws that say you can't and other ones don't care i don't have a list so don't ask me um the other thing is that i looked up tom jones and his penis um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Cassandra Peterson, Peters, Peterson mm-hmm. uh, says that she lost her virginity to Tom Jones and that his his uh, penis was so large that she had to get stitches after. At least there is a Ooh. website that claims that uh, that is What true. the fuck? Good <laughs> Lord. Why are you telling us? Maybe that's what turned her to the dark side. Maybe that's what did it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he also, I saw another article that said in order to keep uh, himself uh, sterile for the sex, uh, he would dip his penis in mouthwash, which wait. seems on the surface uh, to be a bad idea. Wait, yeah. when you said sterile, that confused me because that implies that he's uh, it, that he According can't. Instead of using a condom, he would just try to apply some yeah. antiseptic. Uh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not. A I good use idea. Listerine to make sure everything down there is sterile, like a surgeon before an op. It's a good way to do it. I say that mouthwash is not only for gargling. Now, again, I'm only getting these things from single sources, so I can't confirm 100%. 
but the internet has told me that that is the case. And well, I'll buy that Elvira thing. Yeah. What, what we're learning... Uh, she, she, it was in a separate interview, apparently, as well, that they're I quoting. It sounds like Jimmy's favorite singer is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> in more I, ways than one. Listen, he, you know, he, uh, oh. I, I can only aspire to be Tom Jones, is what I'm getting at. Uh, sure. It, but these dogs are going to be the fucking death of me today. I swear to God, damn. It's a lot um, of barking. All right, what else you got, Elliot? Uh, I really don't... Uh, that's that's it. I, like This last weekend... I was working. I was cleaning the kitchen. Uh, How's that new countertop working out? You like it? I I do like it. It's very nice. I still haven't oiled it yet. I've been I've been you know keeping it uh, protected from spills and such. I have to I have to do that oiling. I like but otherwise, it's very nice. He's got a butcher. Yeah, yeah. it's acacia wood. I got a oh. I got acacia wood counter which I put feet on. I'm in an apartment, oh. so I wasn't going to install it all the way, but I put feet on it onto my uh, tile counter. I didn't like the tile counter because it's got the little round grout, the old school, like 70s round grout, mm -hmm. uh, and it's hard to clean. And mm -hmm. so this is gonna be, uh, this is gonna be better than that, decided. Yeah. And, and Matt, you have surface. a uh, you have a Kesha wood, don't uh, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's a little unorthodox, but very talented. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> but, uh, Hang on, I'm getting a phone call. That could be Kesha right there saying, please don't use my name for your shit joke. Jimmy, are you recording in the Foley booth at Universal Studios? <laughs> it's true. Dogs. Phone. Like, what if the dogs are calling? It could, it could be the... Yeah, I just pick up the phone, it's just barking on the other end. <laughs> I, uh, the dogs don't make this kind of noise ever. It's crazy. Yeah, this is never in a year. We've been doing this almost yeah. an entire year, and this is the first time this has happened. Yeah, something's up out there. Something's going on. Yeah. How long has this new little dog been there? Uh, new, maybe, you know what, maybe three, three months now, maybe, I would say. Oh, okay, three, so that's three long enough months. that... Uh, yeah. hmm. Yes. It is not so brand new that uh, it is getting used to hearing my voice uh, three times a week. <laughs> uh, or it's, get, it has, it's been hearing it three times a week for four months and is tired of hearing it. <laughs> Finally done. Hey, you hey, you, hey, hey, <laughs> you. Hey, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Uh, and, and then if you decipher the barking, it, uh, the, it's uh, more like always not funny, is what the dog is trying to say. <laughs> uh, all right, Elliot, give me your guess here. Uh, boy, you know, it's it's really tough. Uh, I'm going to have to say Rubik's Cube. All right, very good. Matt Belknap, we got you down for Rubik's Cube? I wrote down Rubik's Cube, but... Al, we got you down for Rubik's Cube? Yep, I wrote down Rubik's Cube. All right, let me give you Matt says but. Oh, I just wanted to point out, I, I spelled it wrong initially, and then I remembered, no, it's it's Rubik with a K. Yeah. Yep. Is that, that, he doesn't get that, right? Or he corrected uh, it. I he corrected know. it, yeah. So yeah, we're able to also, <laughs> did not have to reveal that information. We also nope. don't know if it's right. Hey, yet. guys, it's Rubik's Cube. So <laughs> okay. there we go. There's, again, I'm not kidding. I know what happened. I know he walked in, saw the Rubik's Cube sitting on his uh, desk, and came up with the answer. Uh, so now we do go to the betting, uh, which we have not yeah. had to do in a while. Yeah, uh, let's find out. Uh, Garen Cockrell, what did you... Uh, hang on, let me go to my little form. What did you bet, Garen? I bet 19. Uh, wow. Went with the hard wow. castle. Woo. Oh, shit. What happened here? Mm. God damn it. Everything's breaking bad on me. 19. Okay. Very good. Uh, Elliot, what'd you go with? Well, uh, I thought it was probably going to be record albums, so I bet two. All right. And Matt Belknap, what did you bet? Well, Jimmy, I, I got the question right last week, which made me think this one's going to be hard. But usually no one gets them, so I've, I just played the odds and I bet one. Uh, Matt Belknap went with one. Uh, Al, what'd you go with? 
20. 20. Oh, oh Garen. Oh, oh, he sneaks it out from under Garrett. I went with nine. Oh, but that means El Medro, what I didn't tell you off the air, where the fuck is my Zoom? Now I can't see you guys. Uh, I'm going to Venmo you $5, Al. Shut up. No. You get $5? Yeah. Yes, yeah. from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Mm-hmm. Can I give it, can I donate it to your son, Oliver, just for the nice comments about the special? Can I really do, I, I <laughs> would like to do It seems like that's uh, blood money, but um, <laughs> yeah. it, it certainly makes my life easier. Uh, no, I, I, you know what? I'll Venmo him. He doesn't have a Venmo. <laughs> he doesn't have a Venmo. You got to give him a, a $5 bill. I'll just, uh, yeah. Uh, Al, you prefer, it sounds to me like you prefer to give Oliver the $5. I want to give Oliver the five bucks. All right. Uh, as long as everybody else is okay with that. In this is everybody Zoom? okay with that? I, you it's can your money. You can do it your money. Where else. Yeah. yeah, you can give my money yeah. to anybody. It it's your money now, Al. Yeah, yeah, it's Oliver's money now. Okay, and by default, it's his father's money. He lives underneath uh, under my roof. So thank you for the five dollars, Al. That saves me a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to go get it. I'm going to give it to Oliver immediately, and I'm going to spank him with it for this easy fucking question. I know that was already, that was really an easy one because he he must have just watched the documentary on Netflix and come up with that as well. I'm telling you, it's about it. it he here's what happened. He he won something at school. He uh, and so we. They had to go, Danielle, and he had to go pick up his prize. He had to pick up his prize, and his prize was a Rubik's Cube, but it's one of the, it's like one of those little party favor Rubik's Cube. And Oliver's like, we wouldn't have even made the drive if I thought that's what I was getting. <laughs> so it's like, it's like the size, you know, like a, like an oversized die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's like, like it could be a keychain. That's how small it is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a disappointing sized Rubik's Cube. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Uh, Al Madrigal is here. We'll come back. Uh, we'll close things up. Uh, but we'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll check more, get more information from Al Madrigal, what's going on in his life right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Al Madrigal no longer on social media, so hats off to him for that. But uh, you can check out um, Shrimpin' Ain't Easy, his most recent stand-up special. It's on Amazon. Check out everything from All Things Comedy. They do a lot of great stuff over there, including a new Patrice O'Neill documentary, which I definitely want to check out. So uh, check out All Things Comedy. Uh, I think it's allthingscomedy.com. And uh, that's uh, where you should go for all good comedy-related things. Jimmy Pardo is at Jimmy Pardo on Twitter. Uh, Never Not Funny is at Never Not Funny on Twitter. And uh, Facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. Join that group and see pics of every guest and uh, talk about the episodes. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can see clips of every episode, plus Jimmy's Records and Tapes, which uh, new episodes come out weekly. And uh, if you subscribe and hit the bell, you will get a notification every time there's a new one up. Do that and enjoy. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, 
they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i no. just want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know, get this thing off the ground. Get so let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a, a well, I don't know, like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You've said, look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, for. they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good uh, luck. Good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as bikechain.com, uh, I don't own that. <laughs> so don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2802. You know that. You're in the middle of it for Christ's sake. You're at, you know what? You're at the, uh, the two-thirds mark. Let's call it that. I would even say maybe at the 85% mark. I don't know how much longer the show is going to go, but I'm going to guess maybe another 15%. Seems too much? Your thoughts? <laughs> Sounds about right. I think it's, it's pretty good. It I think so. Times out well. I like percentages, guys. I'm a fan of the percentage. Um, except when it's uh, when calories are in play, where like if you had a frozen pizza and it'll uh, give you, uh, 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 it's uh, 410 calories for 0.02 of the pizza. It's like, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> is that a tiny slice? Is that a big slice? Yeah. Is it like, how big would that be, 0.02 of a pizza? 
I mean, it's I mean, very, very Wait, small amount of it. Like it's just a little tiny I mean, piece that, of crust. That's nothing, right? That's yeah. nothing. Why, t- why bother? Nothing. Bump you're, it you're up. Just tell me it's 1,200 calories for half a pizza. Give me better advice, the uh, yeah. information there. Not advice, but uh, anyway, <laughs> you get my point. Tell me what to do, box. Well, you know what? I think it is. It's telling me don't eat this pizza, you idiot. Don't, uh, <laughs> if you can't don't do sit the down math. eat this entire thing, you slob. Um, but I can't. I can't. I, I, I can never put leftover frozen pizza in foil and go, oh, I'm going to have that another time. If, the, if, I've made, if I've made frozen pizza, I'm eating all of it. It's all going down. Yeah. Hmm. It's all going down. You share, do you share it with anyone else, <laughs> like your wife or son? I, prison rules in this house. <laughs> Get your own food, and you put your arm around it. Uh, I will share it with Oliver, but uh, not Danielle, because she doesn't. Uh, uh, she will have her own tiny version of whatever's happening because she does not eat meat. Mm. So she would hate Tom Jones. <laughs> oh um, Garen, do we have a couple of stupid questions of the week that we could throw at El Madrigal? Yeah, yeah. I, well, hang on, I hear movement. I hear movement. Oh, Oliver, grab the headphones. Grab the headphones. Here we go. We got uh, we got a, a surprise guest. Oliver Griffin Pardo is going to be joining us to say hello to Al Madrigal. They're in that drawer right there. Straight ahead. Sir, drawer. That's a closet, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's an embarrassment. No, hey, there it is. Um, well, no, here. We, we, we talked to, talk to Al Madrigal. What? Here, put the headphones on. Say hello to Al. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? He, uh, Oliver has I didn't, a, I didn't like the special. I don't know why you're telling me I liked it. I didn't I said, care for it. I said Gabriel Iglesias. I didn't <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Can you hear us, Oliver? Uh, check one, two, check one, two. Yeah. All right, come on, say hello. Hi. Hey, hello. how are you? I haven't seen you since you were a baby. It's crazy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, your dad is claiming that you watch Shrimpin' Ain't Easy and uh, like the special, but... Oh, um, I thought it was hilarious. Which is precisely why I just gave you $5. I yeah. earned it on your trivia question. I bet the most money. It was actually tight because Garen uh, had a bet 19, and I came in with 20 to 20 and so one five bucks and i'm gifting it to you for your kind words there you go so your oh, dad oh wow. that's very nice he, of you thank it you it should much. be more wow. actually give him 20. if i were there if it weren't COVID, i'd just hand be handing you a 20 right now but um, <laughs> don't don't make me look like a horrible father here al I, 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 somehow i'm the bad guy here you're gonna get the five dollars maybe <laughs> Not even sure I'm going to give it to you. Uh, I was telling Al the uh, the line that you quote from his special. Do you want to uh, do you want to share the line of Al's special that you quote about uh, his, what his father says to the uh, his girlfriend? Oh, but you can. I don't. I all don't. right. Well, darn. Yeah, it's inappropriate. It's fun if you say it, not me. I don't. Uh, uh, so here's the deal, you guys. Uh, Oliver had a conversation with my dad um, about uh, going to see say anything, and so uh, Oliver wanted to share that uh, conversation with you very briefly. I did. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Don't you dare sell me out like that. Don't you dare. For, wait, first, Oliver, what's on your sweatshirt? Because it looks like a picture of your dad, but that can't be right. Okay, right. So, oh, I should probably talk into this. Um, uh, that's what you thought at first as well when I got this for Christmas. It's actually Monk from Monk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. You look exactly like Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> <laughs> I have. 
I have to admit that when uh, when he opened it, I was like, did Danielle get him a picture of me on a sweatshirt for Christmas? i have never been more uncomfortable in my life, and I, I was so relieved when it was not me. Uh, that said, where's your number not funny shirt, son? You're on the show. Uh, all right, do you mind telling the story? Uh, okay, well, um, yeah, all right. I think I remember it. Okay. Um, so I was talking uh, with him, and I, he said, what are you doing? I said, uh, we're going to go see a drive-in. He said, what movie? And I said, uh, say anything. And he goes, oh, I've never heard of it. Is that a new one? I said, no, no, it's a, it's pretty old. And he said, all right, I've never heard of it. Is there, is there anybody that I know in it? Uh, I said, um, well, John Cusack. Okay. Do you like John Cusack? Um, I, yeah, I think he's fine. Uh, he's in a movie called Gross Point Blank, which I think is very good. Why, do you like John Cusack? <sighs> he's all, okay, he's okay, he's all right. <laughs> Does he have a sister? Uh, yeah, Joan Cusack. Yeah, those two, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our, our thinking is that my dad does not like John Cusack, but didn't want to tell his grandson he doesn't like him. That's our take on it. Yeah. How does he feel about Jeremy Piven and that whole, like, because they all came from the same, yeah. like, acting school that the Cusack's father uh, taught. Like, yeah. so the, he probably has had it up to here with Jeremy Piven. <laughs> he is sick and, to death of Piven and certainly what goes on behind the scenes with Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Uh, by the way, right. Jeremy Pivens didn't say anything. He's got like four lines. Oh, and, I didn't know that. And he's great. He's hmm. name it something Jeremy Pivens bad in. He's not. He's sure. he's a great actor. If he just wasn't a huge asshole, who is he in? Say anything. I don't think he was great in old school. That was a character that I would have uh, hmm, not cast him in old school. He played the 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 dean in old school of the college. Huh. That, uh, <laughs> okay. And. He, him as like right. a, a nerdy guy doesn't. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I agree with that. Because even though he is balding and smaller, he just doesn't like he projects that alpha male sort of energy. You know? Yeah. I, so yeah. I agree. He play. He's uh, who's the other guy that they just play great assholes like. Uh, uh, I guess Spader when when Spader was younger, like he just yeah. always plays that asshole. He's a great and Pir- asshole. Piven's the same way. In, mm-hmm. So to play anything else, I agree with that, Al. All right. All right, listen. So name two things Piven's not good at. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can't. Nope. It's, uh, by the way, you had that answer. Like, you couldn't wait to talk about how you hate Jeremy Piven in that movie. Finally, we can get well, just, into it. It's so funny. I used to get worried. I used to, uh, not worried. I used to, like, be judgy about people doing stand-up. Like, Jeremy Piven's a stand-up comedian now. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, whatever. Whatever anybody's got to do to make a living. Like, just like who cares? Yeah, but you know what bothers me about it? He's a great actor. That's what bothers me. So it's like, uh, you know, just stay stay out of my club. Stay out of my yeah, way. Didn't he, didn't he get Me Too'd, though, a little bit? He got, like, he was no, he, Me Too adjacent. He got Me Too'd. Yeah, he did. Right? Didn't he get Me Too'd? I don't remember. I, I think it just came, I think it just went public that he's an asshole. I think that's what happened. Like, he, <laughs> he, got, a, he got a soft Me Too. He got Ellen'd. Yeah, he got Ellen. Yeah, that's a, right. Yes. Which didn't yeah. affect her at all. I still have to see her shoes at the end of the credits of whatever comes on before <laughs> SNL. <laughs> that's also, it's so interesting. Like, um, I wanted to do a show about somebody who wants to be a game show host, but can't because The Rock and Ellen and Alec Baldwin <laughs> and Michael Strahan have taken all the jobs. 
Like, when did you have to be a mega A-list celebrity to be a game show host? No, like, this is Al, crazy. Al, do you know who you're talking to right now? I, <laughs> it's I, like I Jimmy Pardo's life. Every goddamn second I'm awake. <laughs> As I see another, Whoa. Zoe Deschanel is hosting one along with Michael Bolton. It's like, what? What? Get the fuck out of my, stop it. Get yeah. out of my lane. It's not my and lane I, anymore. It's famous people's lane. Yeah. yeah, but it should have been yours. And I'm so like, that is like, it's so crazy that it's like, you would be a bazillion times better at it than any of them combined. And it's just uh, so upsetting that, uh, and I'm not saying that to blow smoke up your ass. It's just the truth. Like Thank there's, you, um, those, those guys are all gone. Like there's nobody that can do that anymore. No, it's all, uh, it, it's all fame. It's all it, like when I saw the press release last week, I think it's celebrity dating game hosted by Zoe Deschanel and co-hosted yeah. by Michael Bolton. Like, yeah. You mean the famously what? personable Zoe Deschanel? <laughs> <laughs> she's so, she's, she's a good actress, but like I feel like she's always so boring in interviews. Like how, what does she bring quirky. to the table? She's gonna bring that quirkiness. No. I have a Zoe Deschanel story. Just she she made me feel uncomfortable. I was um, with my wife at a charity event, watching Will Ferrell sing with Dave Grohl, and it was amazing. And they were singing like Leather and Lace. And they were it. Will Ferrell makes me laugh so much in everything that he does. Like his Mark Twain award acceptance speech is one of the funniest things I've seen anybody. Like, I just love him so much. So me and my wife love comedy and are just doubled over laughing. Just think it's so funny. And she's at the same table with us. Oh, no. Oh, no. What a time to freeze. <laughs> Wait, we have to hear the end of the story. Oh my God, Al, you froze. I didn't. I didn't freeze. That's how she was. Oh! oh. (laughs) (laughs) That was her stare. (laughs) Just glaring at me. What the hell? Yeah, I've never. I was like, oh, I felt embarrassed for enjoying something. I was like, I was just felt bad. And I was like, because me and my wife were like, you know, and we're not drunk and being belligerent. We're just really enjoying it. Right. And um, and that was the same 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 uh, dinner. My um, uh, my wallet had fallen out of my pocket and Jimmy Miller, uh, famous, uh, you know, uh, manager to Judd Apatow, Jim Carrey, everybody. And um, it falls out. And he goes, is this your wallet? And I go, hey, and I go, yes, it is. Uh, thank you very much. I go, I know your brother, Rich. I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian. And he goes, I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and after that, I was like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll get to a point where he knows who I am. Damn right. Like, yeah, I'll get there. Um, I'll show you. And then the same night, um, this is the, these are three of the, the worst things is at this charity event real quick. And so I loved Gary Shandling. When I came to Los Angeles, people said that I was like a young Gary Shandling and he's standing right behind me. I'd never met him. He's chatting up some girl. Some I'm telling, I go, this is so weird that I'm next to Gary Shanley because when I first got to LA, which was not that long ago, I go, everyone said I was like this young Gary Shanley because I was a long form storyteller and everything like that. And, and the guy goes, you should tell him. And I go, no, I don't bother anybody. 
I don't talk to anybody. I let it go. I'm, there's nobody I bother. And he goes, you should tell him, man. Just tell him he's right there. Taps Gary Shandling on his shoulder, no. pushes me in front of him and goes, tell him, tell him. And I was just stuck in front of Gary Shandling at that same thing after it going, ah, uh, oh. Misty Shore, I'm just, I'm a comedy shore comic. It just came out so wrong. Right, of course. And she said I was like a young Gary Shandling. And then he just looked at me. I interrupted his game to some young hot chick. <laughs> right. And I was just, it was just a, one of the wor best worst nights I've ever had. Um, but Zoe Deschanel, um, just uh, while I'm laughing, oh, this is so great. Staring. <laughs> And she isn't she friends with Will Ferrell? She was Didn't in she Elf. Supportive? I think they had just done Elf. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. Wow. She's got to be. Anyway, so she's hosting shows. Well, she's hosting a game show, so we wish her a lot of luck. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stare at my screen while that's happening then in your honor, Al. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, Garen, give us one stupid question of the week here. Then we got we to gotta scram. Uh, super quick, super easy from dreams underscore analog. Sleep position, side, back, or stomach? Mm -hmm. Al your answer, sir. I, I start off on my left side is where I start sleeping, and who knows where I end up after that. I'm using an app called Sleep Cycle that I highly recommend for anyone who has difficulty sleeping. Um, it uh, charts my, uh, it keeps track of my breathing while I sleep, and so every night it rates my sleep. And uh, wow. last night, hold on. Yeah, walk us I was through it. Sleeping on my side. Do you have to wear an apparatus got... or anything, Al? No, it's just doing the breathing. Hold on. Sleep cycle, $24 a year. And I think I got an 82% last night. But uh, on Saturday a... nights, uh, Saturday night, I got 100%. That I was able to sleep in. You mm -hmm. aced it. You aced Saturday night. Nice. Yeah. I usually right. do good on Saturday nights. That was a windy day. You were exhausted, right? The wind made you <laughs> tired, and you were able to sleep the night away. I think away. so. I get a lot of exercise. Your steps affect it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I go for a side sleeper, specifically left side. All right. Okay. Uh, Garen Cockrell, you want to answer this yourself? Uh, same thing, minus all the app details. I start on the side, and then whatever happens. happens. Whatever yeah. happens. Yeah. Elliot. I uh, used to be a stomach sleeper. My neck uh, did not like that as I became an adult, and so I trained myself to sleep on the side. And so I tried to train myself to sleep on my back because I heard that that was a good thing to do. Although now I guess they've changed it, that uh, maybe it's not always good. Yeah, I don't think that is supposed to be good. Uh, but uh, definitely left side almost exclusively, and I pretty much don't move, although I suspect I might kick my feet a bit because sometimes I end up without any covers. I see. Matt Belknap. I think I mostly stomach, uh, maybe a little bit right side. Sometimes I start out on the right side, but I pretty much end up on the stomach, I think. Huh. Uh, Matt Belknap, but I have the same answer. I start on my stomach, and then I go to the right side, and I'm mostly on the right side. Uh, if I try to go elsewhere, uh, my uh, my torn labrum does not allow me to sleep on my left mm. side anymore. So mm. it's all right side uh, stomach. There we if go. If you have a, a stomach ache, um, my parents always used to tell me to lay on my right side. And that would make it go away. And I'm not mm. sure if what the science is behind that. But um, <laughs> does that work for you, Elliot? Do you think about it? Or I'm thinking about because it's asymmetrical. Gastro. Down there. <laughs> Doesn't matter. There's, tell me, lay on your right side. Do it right That's now. What I'm saying is that maybe that makes sense because the stomach is asymmetric. It doesn't. It's not symmetrical to your middle, so maybe that's why that works. Because Elliot, give yourself a stomach ache and lay down right now and tell us if it works. <laughs> Test it out. 
Uh, all right, it's called sleep. I, I, I just got a new pillow, by the way, and which has been uh, helping me sleep mm-hmm. immensely. You got the my pillow. I got the my pillow. That guy speaks <laughs> to me That's politically. Great. <laughs> yep. I've got to support had a more him. You, you, now more than ever, right? Support him. Oh my God! It's a, I support him, and he supports my views, and so the pillow is the perfect thing to lay my head down at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Al, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, let's do it again soon. Sooner than when was that? When did that Harry Styles album come out? <laughs> it's got to be three years ago. All right, What's so that's let's get two time? years ago. Uh, once a year, I'll pop on. We told you there's too many requests for podcasts, but this is the podcast I like doing. So, oh, uh, nice. yeah. But we love having you on here. So, yeah, and I don't sure. disagree. It's uh, it was it's been too long. Uh, uh, likewise, yeah. So uh, let's do it again soon. All right, yeah. don't run away. We'll say goodbye to you off the air as well. All right, listen, uh, everybody, uh, you know the drill. Thank you for listening. Uh, put, wear your masks. Quit fucking around. Put that mask on. Let's end this goddamn thing so else kid can go back to school. For the love yeah, of God. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Just put on the fucking mask. <laughs> put the mask on. Quit fucking around with this thing. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is right down there at the tri-corners of the valley. That's Garen Cockrell. In Palms, California, that's the lazy skeptic, Ellie Hochberg. Holding down the fort at Never Not Funny Headquarters, that's the honcho Matt Belknap. Our friend over at ATC, that's Al Madrigal. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, go on, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.